Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the second hour of Oilers now. It is 106 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Dice District at Rogers Place. A little earlier than the normal start time. It's a nationally broadcast game on Sportsnet. The Edmonton Oilers take on the Boston Bruins. It's a 641 puck drop on the Oilers Radio Network. Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Brendan Escott, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Cam and me will have the call on the radio side, and it'll be uh, Jack, Louie, and Gene over on the television side. Is uh, we tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Just before we went to break, it was time. We did Oilers Now game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialist for all budgets on St. Albert Trail and at proamsports.ca. Up for grabs a $50 GC. And every bit as important as bragging rights. And uh, we got a winner. The question again. Uh, name the current member of the Boston Bruins, who I believe Edmonton was taking, had they held the picks at 16 and 33 in the 2015 draft. Instead, they traded them for Griffin Reinhardt, the current member of the Boston Bruins, who Edmonton was going to select. We've talked about this story multiple times before. Brendan Escott, who is the winner? Sonny in Edmonton knew that the answer was uh, Brandon Carlo out of Bob Torrey's Tri-City Americans program. 457 NHL games played, uh, probably a 4-5 NHL D-man, right shot D, bigger body. Not super tough, but a uh, smart player and part of a great team right now. Guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village for 50 years. Edmonton's destination for a celebration of the census, Japanese Village in Sherwood Park uh, on the city's south side in West Edmonton Mall and downtown. Reserve today at jvedmonton.ca. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement, bet on it. And we welcome back to the show the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk. Colin, how you doing? I'm doing really well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. How did it go down deep in the heart of Texas? Oh, it was uh, it, it was a tough trip. They're 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 a good team. They're a fast team, but uh, you know we we got the first one, which was great, and then uh, it, was, it was a tougher battle on night two, that was for sure. But uh, you know we're 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 always happy when you get the split, especially when you're playing the same team on back to back nights. So you guys have, I, I think I tweeted it out, and unfortunately I don't have my Twitter account up right now. But you guys are like, you know, something like thirteen six and four over your last 23 games or so. So you've, you've started to put together some wins here. Um, you go to Texas. Uh, the Stars are the obviously the Dallas Stars farm team. You mentioned they can really skate. And did that put things maybe in perspective for some of your younger prospects as well? 
Yeah, I, I think it was a great, uh, uh, great experience for for those guys just to. You know, uh, again, to see um, how much harder a team plays, especially when it's the same team and back-to-back nights uh, on the road. We, you know, we've experienced it in Calgary, we've experienced it in Colorado. Uh, you know, and then now you got uh, this month here in, in Texas. Texas was uh, like, you know, like you said, they they were they were a faster team, and I, I think those are just experiences we're draw, we're drawing on, and you see how how much the the prospects and how much the younger players have taken some really really great steps and then that was another learning experience that we'll draw on and then you know remind them when we get through that uh, that opportunity again as the season winds down yeah the texas stars lead the central division in the american hockey league they have a record of 29 13 and 10 uh they've also got a plus 41 goal differential the bakersfield condors are 24 24 two and two and going into before you lost four nothing uh on saturday you guys had got it back to minus one and goal differential and I mentioned goal differential because for me, that does often, you know, you guys were like minus 20, minus 25, and now you've pulled back to almost even, which is a sign of the progression and the steps that you've had this year. And now you actually do you not have a favorable schedule where you've got a bunch of home games coming up in a row here. Yeah, we got, uh, you know, I believe it's 14 of the next 20 at home. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've put ourselves in, in a good position with some, with some, you know, long, hard work. And there's, you know, there's been lots of, I mean, you know it, right? There's been lots of different scenarios with, with injuries and call-ups and, you know, younger players growing and, you know, veteran players finding their game and, uh, you know, goaltenders and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's been, uh, it's been a challenging year. And I, I think it's been, been great to go through that adversity. Uh, and, you know, like, you said down the stretch here um you know we put ourselves in a good position uh, to be a playoff team calvin pickard has a record of 14 8 and 2 are you a different team when he starts uh, without a doubt you know and and it's uh it's not that our other goaltenders haven't played well and haven't given us a chance but it's a it's a confidence thing and what, what's confidence is it in the air you know it's like you know the coach has to give confidence in his belief and uh, but it's also his swagger and the way he, the type of a pro he is how he handles adversity how he handles a tough goal how just his swagger and how much of a pro he is how he treats the training staff you know and and let's not forget he's a really really good goaltender right so all those things it, it's experience and takes time but it's also his work ethic you know how he's he's just an ultimate pro he wants to play the games he's hungry for a back-to-back start all those sorts of things so when you make a mistake right uh, uh the players don't feel like they can't make a play or that they're they're nervous to make a play at the offensive zone blue line because you know he's back there he just he gives you that swagger all right, I want to talk a bit about the D prospects as we focus a lot on the forwards because you've had some guys going of late. But, uh, you know, Philip Broberg is currently up with the Edmonton Oilers. It'll be intriguing to see what happens between now and the deadline, uh, as is Vincent DeHarnay, who has provided Edmonton with this specific identifiable need. Marcus Niemelainen has dealt with some injury. Is he back up and running now for you? Yeah, he's back up and running now, which, uh, you know, he, he, he was real good in game one. He was the Nemo that, you know, became an oiler is, you know, physical and stick and hard to play against. So, uh, you know, we're thankful to have him back. Colin Chalk joining us right now, because otherwise you've, you've had to, you, I mean, and did you, in that series in uh, Texas, did you have Jason Demers available to you? 
No, we didn't have him. So he was out. Brad Malone was out as well. And then, of course, Holloway we lost. So it was from a deep perspective. We did not have JD. He wasn't available. So, you know, we had to uh, had to give some other guys some opportunities. We got some guys waiting in the chamber ready to go. Uh, but, you know, I mean, 699 NHL games, it's pretty tough to replace that. Yeah, in a few days. yeah 34 uh, year old right shot. The one guy that has kind of. Uh, you know, there's been so much talk about Michael Kesselring, who's got the 13 goals this year and for a while was leading American Hockey League defenseman in scoring, and he doesn't have a bunch of the power plays. Most of this has been done at even strength. Uh, you know, he's plus five. He's got 13 goals and 22 points. But the guy that's – another guy that's been solid for you in the back end and has stepped up and been a bit of a I, – I mean, you tell us, is Philip Kemp a bit of a glue guy for your team? Oh man, glue and sandpaper. That's what uh, I just I walk by him and I call him Gorilla because that's that's a pretty darn good brand of uh, of glue and it and it, I tell you it's pretty sticky, especially when you get it on your hands. So he's not afraid to grab onto guys, whether it's protecting uh, Calvin Pickard like yeah, he did the other night, or blocking a shot. Uh, he's you know he's he's uh, you know I think like most players in year three uh, as a, as a D man they start to try to bring another layer and they start to try to add some offense. He's done that this year as well. He shoots the puck very hard but to get back to exactly what you said bob he's a glue guy you win with those guys that defend and are hard and just ugly to play against and sometimes the honest truth is is he doesn't look pretty out there but he finds a way to get it done yeah well and you know you're you're taking a look at kesseling and he's plus five and uh camp is sitting at plus seven and then you got a left shot guy that we didn't mind I know Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, and myself early in training camp for the Edmonton Oilers was Alex Peters, who's, you know, 26 years of age, um, a former Dallas Stars, third-round draft choice, played three years at St. Mary's University, uh, playing for Trevor Steinberg at the time. And then, lo and behold, so, you know, obviously was unsigned coming out of uh, junior hockey. Uh, Ontario guy, which is in your neck of the woods, your former OHL player yourself, Colin. And... You know, worked his way up from the coast, and lo and behold, he's played 33 games this year. He's got five goals, 13 points, 47 pims, and he's plus 15. You can't ask for much more out of an ECHL uh, call-up, a guy that's not on an NHL deal on the back end. Yeah, you re- you really can't you really can't and uh, you know we'll back up to last year when uh, you know when Darne went down and Samarukov went down and Broberg went down and you know we were decimated uh, with injuries. He was the captain of the Wichita uh, Thunder and he came up and he, first of all he was an unbelievable person. Like I I remember grabbing him. He wasn't playing uh, when he first came up and I asked him to the starters. He came in. And he just commanded the room to the starting lineup. And someone who's a healthy scratch coming out, and he's just like, he's just a really, really good guy. The players like him. He's accepted in the room. So that helped him. Uh, but to your point, right, he was an NHL draft pick. And at one point, somebody saw something in him. Uh, you know, he kind of had to, to take a few steps back. And, and then he made the most of his opportunity. He played playoff games for us last year. Uh, kind of stumbled a little bit when he came when he came back. He had a great training camp like you guys said, played an NHL exhibition game, been an unbelievable person. He's kept it simple. He's played hard, and uh, he slowly added some offense as well. And, and like you said, we could not have asked for anything more. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you contrast that, like the Texas team that you played, uh, and we want to put a shout-out at this town, special uh, thanks to, to Josh, uh, uh, who's got the Two Mutts podcast, but uh, local product Alex uh, uh 
Petrovich. He went as Petrovic at one time in the WHL when he was in Red Deer. He played game number 600. I mean, this is a guy that was in the NHL with the Oilers three or four years ago, like Demers, a veteran guy, and, you know, a, a bigger body. He's having a tremendous campaign himself, uh, but he is on an NHL deal as a depth defenseman. We're talking to Colin Chalk. So you've got, you know, your, your D's making what you got of it. At the end of the day, you, you didn't score against Texas in the second game. And that's saying something because you got a couple guys right now, like in Lavoie and Tulio, they both scored in the game on Friday night in your victory 3-2, and they've been shooting the lights out of late, haven't they? Oh, they they have. You know what? We 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 just, you know, it's kind of one of those things when you say like, what are they? What's this team doing different than somebody else? And you know, lots of times there there are similar game plans, and we just didn't have it. We just didn't have it. Uh, and in game two, having said that, we had two two on O's that we didn't get a shot on net. Come on. We just we were a little bit. We were a little bit. Uh, uh, Who was on the two on O's? Uh, we had a two-on-zero with Seth Griffith and Yanni Caldas. They passed it back and forth and didn't get a shot on net. And then shorthanded Greg McKaig and Justin Bailey had a two-on-zero, and Kager kind of held it late. And then you know we ended up kind of backhanding it into the goalie's pad. But you know, uh, <laughs> you, you score on one of those. I mean, uh, you know, is it a different game? Uh, do we get do we get a little bit of do we manufacture some energy? Maybe, but you know, they they were better than us. We were much better than them in game one. They were better. Uh, in game two, uh, but Raph Lavoie, he was he was our best player in game two. He he had some great opportunities. He hit the post and the power play. He was he was playing a man's game, like you know a man's game. And uh, you know it's, it was too bad he didn't score, but he was all over the puck. Well, we I know Bruce Kerlock is out there uh, monitoring everything uh, with your team to the point that he's sending me faceoff percentages. Uh, he's convinced like Lavoie can help. I I think Lavoie might need a little bit more time. You're coaching this guy but he is coming on isn't he he's coming he's really coming on like he is really really it's like you know the coaches can guide you and lead you to the water but you can't you can't you can't stick their head underwater and force them to uh to, to drink it the old saying uh you know but i tell you he's he is he's put the work in he's just skating much better he's skating much better he's stopping on pucks he's you know we talked about this i think a few weeks ago where he's going around people he's driving pucks to the far to the far post with zero fear um you know he he, he had a defensive uh, mistake there uh in game in game two and it caused the goal against he came back to the bench he sat down he said hey guys sorry that's on me whereas like a, a younger Raph Lavois would not have he probably would have showed some frustration he might have kicked the bench and then you know he, he took responsibility so um, you know can he be an NHL player right now uh, you know it's hard to say when he hasn't had an NHL game um, but he, he's definitely coming he's definitely close yeah, well, that's good to hear. Ty Tulio, there's a piece on the Edmonton Oilers website. This is a guy some people thought at the start of the year was going to be in the coast. He is now second on the team amongst the forwards with goals. He scored again on Friday night as well. you got to like what you're seeing out of him. He's... Uh... He's a warrior, you know. Uh, he's got to get stronger, uh, you know, and balance and skating have to improve, and that has happened as well. But his work ethic, his grit, uh, and he's got some offensive flair. Like he can shoot the puck. And the one timer, we we're down one nothing on the road, our first power play, and it's a pass across, and he ripped one under the bar on a one timer. Um, you know, beat the goalie clean and made it one one. That there gave us life. That there gave us an opportunity to get back in the game so you know he's learning to make big plays you know the learning process is is he whiffed on two 
one-timers in game two because he wasn't as sharp. He was a little bit sleepy. And, you know, uh, but having said that, Bob, like we, we thought he might be an ECHL player at the beginning of the year. We, we weren't sure. And he's been, he's been an amazing, a little bit of a surprise that uh, we've talked about, but he's worked. Uh, everyone's worked together with him, and he's really, really made a step. So he's, uh, he's been a very, very bright spot in our lineup. We have not heard from Epstein's mother for a while. Uh, Epstein's mother has texted us on the I don't think in the last four or five months, Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, does Colin Chalk, when he's talking about you know keeping their head under the water and making them drink it, does Colin Chalk have family members that have worked at for CSIS Bob or the CIA at times? That's a little scary. So there you go. That's quite the analogy you made there, painted in people's heads, <laughs> Colin. So I know what you were saying. I you know it's, it's anyhow. Uh, it, I mean I mean leading the horse to water and you know and then yeah. you feed them there and then you then it's up to them to drink it. We're 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 we're, we're not going to force anybody to do anything just to clear that up. All right, uh, Carter. So actually, I saw Matthew Savoy. The uh, Winnipeg Ice are in town. They bomb the oil. Kings yesterday won Edmonton's rebuilding. Uh, they play again tomorrow in the hockey hooky game at 11 o'clock. And I saw uh, Matthew Savoy and a couple of the guys from the Winnipeg Ice. Uh, what's his face? His brother, the Minnesota pick. Uh, I think he was playing for UBC uh, first rounder a couple of years ago. Anyhow, I digress. Uh, you've got Carter Savoy. He was back this weekend. How did he look? You know, he came in and he played a little bit in game one and he was a little bit sore and then he wasn't able to play uh, uh, game two. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's, un- it's unfortunate that uh, a little bit of a setback. So, um, it's just he's just banged up. He's day-to-day. We do expect him to be uh, to be in the lineup uh, and fully healed on Friday. But, um, you know, off day today and, um, you know, it's still, I would say, day-to-day. Um, but, yeah. 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 Car- Carson Lambos was the, the kid from Winnipeg. That was the Minnesota draft pick, Billy Guerin, and uh, former Edmonton Oiler Matt Hendricks are working with him. Colin Chalk joins us right now. So, Colin, now you've had like 55 games under your belt. Does it feel more like your team than, let's say, maybe last year when, you know, you were the interim replacement for Jay Woodcroft down the stretch? Uh, you, had, you did have a veteran coach there in John Anderson. Um, uh, who has spent some time? He'd been away a little bit from coaching. You, now you've got, you know, Keith McCambridge, uh, who's got a lot of experience. But does it feel more like your baby right now? Yeah, absolutely. You know, is you know what you know when we came in uh, last year it was more of you just wanted to keep things going. And did, did we have some moments? I mean. Yeah, there there were some moments where I think a lot of players, because Jay and Dave did such a good job with the relationship building, a lot of players thought they were going to be the next Oilers, and um, you know, so we had to have some conversations to recenter players. So I think that was a real growing moment for me as a head coach in the American League. But you know, to your point, is you know having the training camp and having guys from day one and having to build your own staff and all that kind of stuff, uh, and going through some really really hard times, being able to uh, keep guys calm, keep guys. Uh, uh, on the rails and keep them on the track, so to speak. Keep everybody going straight forward. <laughs> Just so I'm being clear, I, I think it's been uh, it's been a really, really uh, uh, solid uh, experience. And you know, Keith and Cambridge has been a big part of that. All our staff has been a big part of that. And um, you know, we're, we're we're in a real good position here, going down the stretch with 14 in the next uh, 20 at home. All right. Uh, what's your schedule look like this week? We got uh, Coachella Valley, obviously tough team, and Ontario coming in back to back in uh, Condorstown. Awesome stuff. Uh, we look forward to hooking up with you next week after the NHL trade deadline. Who knows? Maybe you'll end up with a player or two between now and then. 
Yeah, hey, just, uh, you know, we, we, we get the players, as you know, and uh, we do what we can to make them better. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait to do what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great stuff. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Have a good day. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> it is 124 in Edmonton. Oh, wow. We'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Oilers now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Cars cost less than Wintasquin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wintasquin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the team at Brent Ridge Ford. They'll make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wintasquin. As we head into the Orders Now Injury Report, brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. And here is uh, Jay Woodcroft today providing an update on Evander Kane. Yeah, he's still day-to-day. You know, he's not at the point where, you know, we expect him to miss a huge chunk of time. Uh, He's not available for tonight's game, but he is healing. It's day-to-day. And uh, my guess is that there's a good chance we'll see Costin in the lineup. If that happens tonight, the Edmonton Oilers will have to move one of the two players that came up on emergency recall, Devin Shore, or Vincent DeHarnay, back down to the Bakersfield Condors. My best guess at this stage would probably be Devin Shore, though he has played pretty well for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Taylor Hall got hurt in the game against Vancouver. He has returned to Boston. He is out for tonight's game. A full Bruins preview coming up with Joe Haggerty. Hacks with Hags when we return after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.